0: You happy new year, you know. One of the worst things that happened to the gospel, to the faith, is when it became a religion with tenets, do's and don'ts. Huh? what are the other English words? Yeah, so uh, regulations, policies. Hey, so over time, you find that people go to church and all they have in their mind is, it's as if it's it's as if Christianity is a textbook it ceases to be the new life in Christ you forget even sometimes that you are a completely different person from the one that your mother and father brought on earth oh yes (laughs) you see it's already sounding shocking but that's the truth that's the truth. We have here a team from Washi Parvis Nairobi, led by Pastor Sam Chirabo and Pastor Agi. Can they stand up and we, we, will, we, we welcome them officially. All right, and the team from Nairobi, where are they? I, I said the whole team. Hey, Washi Parvis, Nairobi is live in the house. So those of you at SCK Guest House, we send you greetings. Thank you. And then we have a team from Wash is Kigali. Yeah, yes, there they are. Spread all over the place. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. I nearly made the mistake of not recognizing our global members. <laughs> but I was telling you, if this thing of new life, the new you is real. Okay? So like some of you, I too was a church-going person from when I could think. Yeah. Those things, you go and for me, when I could think, we were going to a village church. So I really don't know what happened there. You know, you, you, oh, you remember, you go and play the whole time until you go home. <laughs> and until today. Nowadays, I don't come and play the whole time, but... That's how it's been, so when you grow up in the thing, at some point you have a version of it that lacks a certain a certain potent power, <coughs> yeah the poor right son says there are those you know who, who possess the form of it but lacking the power thereof. That was me, and then, when we started the church, now you see. Those are the problems. That's the thing. You carry now, you even start a church. So you're really going to propagate the same thing. So when we started the church, we then, Jack K. Mr. John Carroll, okay, John Cato, and he brought the Discipleship Evangelism course by Andrew Womack and Don Crow. So we started this course and the first lesson was eternal life. You know, this course was like the course of shocks, the course of shocks. How could I have forgotten to introduce to you our good friend, Pastor Benga Sanya, the leader of New Thing Africa, Or oh, can you just wave to the people, Pastor Benga, yes, we are honored and blessed to have him here, he's here for the whole week, uh, doing different programs, New Thing, they help people plant They help churches, plant churches, including ours. They don't give you money because you want to sign up yours. They just help you with equipping you to know what to do. Amen. I always have to tell that to people because when they say, eh, they help people. Here is my budget. (laughs) No, no, no. So I was still telling you. So eternal life, the cause of shocks. You know, because of me I thought, that eternal life begins when they announce that you've died. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I always thought. I don't know, maybe some of you are very good theologians and you never thought those things. I thought when you die, then eternal life begins. Alas, we are in this thing and then they are telling us eternal life is already here. It already began. And you know, they are not just telling you, but they show you the scriptures. John 17 3 for this is eternal life that they may know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent 1 John 5 says I have written to you who believe in the name of the son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe on the son of God wow you see that so we already have eternal life did you know that or oh, you were thinking when they start singing then eternal life begins I think that's why some people they wait until near this then they get born again because they think that's when it starts oh it starts now the earlier the better so that, 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 that was it so I felt myself and others would fallen into that trap of thinking Christianity, faith, life in Christ is just this church thing. You go to the services, you tithe, you do what you're told, stay out of trouble, and you know, safely make it to heaven. But that's not it. It's real, new, vital life in Christ. And it was during that course that we started to see real life. Real change. Real mending of lives, of marriages. Real ending of addictions. It was dramatic. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Real joy. You know, the truth is that most human beings are not joyful. Yeah, because life can slap up your left, right, center and then upper hook upper what? Upper cut and before you know it your joy is in a permanent state of limbo while you continue to go on but real joy I'm telling you I used to take some of those things for granted but it's not easy to be joyful consistently but you know I, that's when you realize this thing we've come to you know, for some of you, the devil knows he cannot stop you from coming to Christ. So when you come, he gives you the wrong version so that the, all your life of salvation is sad, burden carrying. <laughs> I tell you, what shall we do? This is what we must endure to avoid hell. No! Salvation is not for enduring to avoid hell. He said, I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Does that sound like, like something to endure? Not at all. Not at all. So I feel like, because God has given us a word that this is our fruitfulness, I feel like for us to actually really walk in this fruitfulness, we must redeem the roots, the foundations, and understand what happened when you got born again. You didn't just say a prayer and then your life continued as it was. No, 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 no. Everything is different. Everything is new. That's why your life is different. In fact, if your life is not different from the non-believers, you should be very suspicious about your salvation. Yeah, if you and your non-believing friends, if you all have the same hassles, the same financial struggles, the same marriage struggles, the same joy struggles, the same... What else? So, Yeah understand something is not working nice the guys who live in the lands where they have to irrigate and the guys who have rain it, it, it can't be the same okay let me try keep going on because these people 2nd Corinthians 5.14 5.14 wow why do I look like feel like they are giving me more time than I have for the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus we are reading together, right? What did God tell Joshua? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Not head, not phone, not book. Okay, together. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. This is a very spiritual and spiritually go thing. That if one died for all then all died. It's called substitution. Where some people are supposed to die for the wages of sin is what? Death. But then here comes a person whose death is the substitution, substituting death for all the others now death is not necessarily your body falling down and stopping to react to stimuli <coughs> death is separation from God God told Adam and Eve the day you eat of it you shall surely die But when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, did they just fall down? They continued to live, but there had been a separation. You know, your spirit and soul and body, and the essential part of who you really are is your spirit. And your spirit came from God. So when you are not born again, you are separated. Your spirit is separated from God. Now, that is death. The Bible says, I think it's James. Someone is going to help me quickly. It says that the body without the spirit is dead. For the body without the spirit is dead. It's coming up. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. James 2.26. So the body without the spirit is dead. So what makes you dead is the separation of your spirit from your body. Now at a spiritual level, what makes us dead is the separation of our spirit from the spirit of God. You see, every human being is going to live forever. It's just a matter of where. Either with God or away from God. Yeah, that's that's true. It doesn't look even if you watch all the movies which they tell you it's not true, it's true. You can't change it. That's why you and the cow are not the same. That's why you eat the cow. Yeah. So death is separation from God. That's why Jesus in the garden. What what was his cry? My God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? Because in that moment when he was bearing our sins, he was separated from his father. That's why he couldn't even call him father. Because he taught us, this is how Jesus taught them, this is how you pray. How do you pray? Our father who art in heaven. So for him, why wasn't he praying like that? Because he was no longer in a son-father relationship. He was now carrying the sin of man and so he could not talk to God like a father. So that is a my God, my God. And I know some of you, that's your relationship with God. is your God, but not your father. And you, you can change that today. So he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. You, are you understanding? So this separation. So back to Second Corinthians 5.14. He says, now we judge thus, the, the love of God, Christ compels us because we judge that if one died for all, if one was separated on behalf of everyone, then all paid that already. And in, the, in verse 15, it shows us that and he died for all That those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Those who live should no longer live for themselves. In other words, because he died for all, and all died, in that sense as in you already paid the price for your sin in Christ... I know it can sound so complicated because I you know some of us have been in church all our lives so we think it's straightforward. But it may not be straightforward for everyone. That's why we have to stop and explain it. Right? So everyone has sinned and the wages of sin is death which is separation. But then the Son of God who was sinless comes and dies but he's not dying for his own what? sins. He's dying on behalf of everyone so that then no one is judged for their sins. But that can only happen if you accept that this person paid for you. If you keep saying he didn't then you will be judged for your sins. Yeah, it's a bit like if you find 20 broke people and you, you give each one a code and say if you dial like this 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 money will come to your what? phone and you will have a lot of money to spend it's only those who will dial the code who will get money even if everyone has money those who don't do anything will continue to beg those who did the dialing. Am I making sense? So, whereas the sin of everyone has been paid for by Christ, only those who accept that gift can benefit from it. I don't know whether you have ever had the displeasure of giving a gift to someone and they didn't receive it. Is the gift given? But it's only effective when it is what? Received. A gift given doesn't help anyone. It's a gift received. So he died so that those who live. In other words, the result of his death is that there's going to be those who live. Those who live. Yeah they should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again. So happy new you. The new you, Christ died for you that you may live. So he died your death for you that you may live his life for him. That's why the Christian life is really living not your life. It's living the Christ life. One of our friends, their church is called the Christ' Life Church. And that's what we are trying to introduce you to this morning. There is a life. Oh. The Christ Life Church is available. Yeah. <laughs> it's not outside of you. It's not for purchase. It's with you. He says in him, we live and move and have our." A... Ah, it's available, the Christ life, the Christ life, I here I say the Christ life Church. the Christ life, that means the joy of Christ. So the Christ life is when you don't try to have your own joy. Yeah, because you know that it comes and goes, comes and goes, Yeah, sometimes based on what you've drunk. I will not press the matter. But the Christ's joy is there. Then there is your peace. Ha! Your peace comes and goes, comes and goes, based on what is happening. But then there is the peace that Christ gives and says, my peace I give to you not as the world gives, give I unto you. In other words, his is not like the world's peace world peace world peace no, do you know those guys, he was telling them that when he was about to be brutally murdered and they were going to go through the most trying time of their lives and then he says "Uh, fear not wow, be not afraid it's like, what? let not your heart be troubled do you know you can act on the outside untroubled, but when the heart is troubled? But here he's saying, right from inside. Let not your heart be troubled. That's the Christ's life. That's the Christ's life. Storms can be, remember Jesus on the boat? Fishermen are crying. If you ever board a boat and fishermen are crying, eh? <laughs> yeah, and you are there with your two degrees one in economics and one in don't want and the fishermen are crying just know yeah, just know uh, yeah, if you have network, I don't know, yeah but this, this one fishermen are crying, what is he doing? sleeping that's called peace Fishermen are crying, carpenter is sleeping. <laughs> That's a different kind of peace. It's the Christ's peace. Christ's joy. Love. You know your love, eh? Ay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. When you got into marriage, you thought you were loving. Ask me. Ah, I thought, this girl is lucky, yeah? Huh? She's, she's landed a good deal. It took exactly a few days to find out I was 100% wrong. I was like, this girl is so unlucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of the people think they are loving is because they are not married. I think that's why some people don't want to get married. Yeah, they don't want to find out. Oh, yes. You can even tell it from the pre marriage stage how people set very high standards for the people that. They, they want to talk to them. Oh, is that you're, it just shows, shows you're not a loving person. Yeah. You want a person to be about six feet tall, I don't know what kind of melanin, and I don't know how much money in the bank. You're not a loving person. You're a treasure hunter. Yeah. Yeah. You're a treasure hunter pretending to be someone who wants to get married. Yeah, even if you shut me down, I will not keep quiet. I am the one with the microphone. Because if if you got into it to love someone, you wouldn't set all those, those uh, whatever's. Yeah, for us, when Christ loved us, what, what whatever's did he set? Now, it doesn't mean that you don't give the opportunity to the person to get better and grow, you see? but you don't start by saying, uh, welcome to high jump the thing is there yeah if, if you keep doing that eh, all the brothers, before you know it they are walking around with someone else and then time is passing, you know there is a window there is a window within which to get married I should go this side why, why are you sending me this side I've been sent this side there is a what yeah and within that window you must act fast yeah most people's mistakes are just speed mistakes speed mistakes speed 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 yeah you're there thinking oh, uh, another one will come how do you know oh yes strike the iron while it's hot or strike it until it heats up Hey, either way, strike. I'm preaching better than you are listening. How did you get here? The Christ life. There is a life in Christ. Oh, I was talking about love. Yeah. You, you that's why you are very anxious about who to get married to because even you inside you know you don't have the kind of love needed for marriage. Yeah, but when you come to Christ, He can give you love. Derek Prince, he was a great global teacher when he first got married. The first lady he married was a lady, I think he found her in Jerusalem, who was like 20 something years his senior. I think he was in his twenties and she was in her forties or fifties. Oh yes. And because she was running a what? Like some, some sort of orphanage, but she had adopted all the children. So when he came into her life, she already had like twenty five children. Adopted. So the yeah. So then you come and say, I found a wife, this is the girl I like. She's thirty years, your senior. She has twenty five children and, and he married her. Oh yes, and everywhere they would go people would be asking, is this your mother? And he would always be annoyed. (laughs) Ngadet is his wife. Why why, why are people this side quiet? (laughs) He married for love. You see, that's how you can tell the man had the Spirit of God in him. Yeah, because you don't have the Spirit of God, you can't do that kind of thing. You're going to be looking for the younger ones who are what. Everything is still, you know, gravity hasn't affected a lot of things. Yeah. That's why some people, they start well, when the, the Bible says, that's why the Bible says, enjoy the wife of your youth, he doesn't say your young wife the one, of your, the one you met at campus and you were all ignorant and the only thing working was passions, the brain was switched off and then you walked down the aisle that's the one. <laughs> oh yeah and I don't know, and so she died before him and I think he remarried and I think he married one in a wheelchair the next time, yeah he was a spiritual man he was a spiritual man so the first one much older than him, the next one wheelchair happy new you do you have the love of Jesus Jesus can give you love Verse, what verse are we on? 16. Give us 16. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. In others, now we no longer assess people based on what we see but rather the value they carry on the inside. For we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God, not of us. When you understand that as he is so are we in this world, you know he's talking about the spirit of the person. 1 Corinthians six seventeen. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So you understand that when you're talking to someone, even if they are your wife, the value inside is Christ. Yeah, so then you control your tongue a little bit <laughs> yeah we no longer regard anyone, I call it a flesh Lord if you marked our transgressions who would stand if, no, no one here would find anyone to love you if we came and just said let's list your, the bad things about you yeah let's examine you all the bad things about you. Do you know what would happen? No, no one would love you. That's why most people, they don't want to open up. Yeah, they would rather keep closed because they think, if people find out who I really am, they will not love me. And that's not sustainable. Eventually, people will find out who you really are. Happy New you. Whew. That's why he says we no longer regard anyone according to flesh. If you are a person who observes the outside, you're going to miss the point. You will never know the treasure that you're living with. Yeah, that's why he says man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. Because for David, he was just a small boy out there. No one could tell this is the next king of Israel. It took someone who is not watching the flesh to say, this is the next king of Israel. There are people you've refused to, to allow to talk to you. You know, someone said the girl who, who leaves the man with the vision and goes with the man with the television will soon be watching the man with the vision on the television. Yes, when, when this girl married me, I was I didn't have money. Let's just put it that way. Certain <laughs> desal. Oh yeah, that's why we took four months without paying rent at one point. It wasn't that we didn't like the, the landlord. No. Was... We couldn't pay. We couldn't pay. But she took a chance on me. Oh yeah. Now I can build how many houses if I want it. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, when, when when she started, when she allowed, I, I wasn't one of the, you know, you know, church life. Eh? When you are one of the guys who hangs around, and you know, you are not really one of the ones people should necessarily say, this one. Yeah, and that's how some of you girls are. There are some boys you just you have refused to to allow them to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, because you're judging them based on what you're seeing now you don't know in 10 years in 20 years where that person is going to be and the one you think is the cool dude with I don't know how you, you don't know that guy may even going nowhere really he may be going no too much yeah. yeah, be careful about people who, don't, who look like nobodies there's something in them there is something in them, and you're being a fool to diss them. Oh, yes. We regard no one according to the flesh. Hey. I'm preaching better than you're listening. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the popular boys at that time at the church, they're all not. You know, you know, let's keep going. We even turned my, my speaker that side. <laughs> Uh, it's a good message. <clears throat> Best message is the first yeah. Now even the boys. Yeah. You are there? The girls they walk walk around, you're not you're not, not taking action. You're regarding according to the flesh you expect them to propose to you? Hmm? Hmm? The book by Bishop Doug, the top 10 mistakes that pastors make. The first one is time-wasting. Time-wasting. I I feel like I have too many time-wasters around. You know, you know, Marriage is not a construction company. Some people they want first to have a house. Who told you a house is necessary for marriage? Uh, why are the people in this section quiet? We we Yeah. So let's stop wasting time. We need to be spiritual people. Honestly, let's become spiritual people. Yeah. Stop regarding people according to the flesh. Amen. Verse 17, one of the most popular verses in the Bible. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. He's not an improvement of the old. The person you are today who is born again is very different from the one your father and mother gave birth to. The only thing that is left that sort of confuses you is the looks. Yeah. It's the looks, but you're a very different person. Yeah. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Have you ever bought a new thing? Yeah. Hmm? The other day, some people, I will not point them out, they brought me a new television. You know and do you think how they even smell? You (sighs) can Hey, I can tell you a new TV looks better than an old TV. Hey! Have you ever anyway Most most of us? Yeah. You know in Uganda you must buy Used cars, but even the used cars are uh, new. You get what I'm saying? You go to the bond and you get a new car. Aye. well, when, when, how, how was it when you first drove the, the car you're driving now when it was just fresh from the bond? How was it? How was it? Mm. it, 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 it the way you shut the doors, eh, it's like click, yeah, and then the potholes, hey, all those humps along. Yeah, but now, <laughs> oh yeah, where are those humps? <coughs> the way the door is closed, boom. <laughs> we go. But when it is new, there is a certain thing about new things. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Ah. Yeah, the way it smells inside. There is something about new things. New things are exciting. New things, they speak freshness. And and a sense of new beginnings. Yeah, you get the sense that my life is going somewhere. Oh, yeah. Have you ever got a new phone? Ah, ah. First forget the one that is cracked now. And I don't know, it looks like it has been used as a weapon. (laughs) Yeah, some of your phones, eh? It's like, when you fight, is this what you use? (laughs) And what are you fighting with? Cracks, chewings, what? And and it has, you know, all sorts of slime. Yeah, but when it's new, yeah, like... And you get like the iPhone. When you get out that white new star. Hey. Ah. Woo. Ah. Hey. New laptop. Ah. This, this is a way in which. Huh? Sexual. true. Now. The, the Bible says. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new queen. That, that's you. That, that's you. You are fresh. You are exciting. You are... Uh, 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 why? Old things have passed away. You know, the devil's chief job is to remind you of the old. And the Holy Spirit's chief job is to remind you of the new. Who have you been listening to more? The Holy Spirit is always there reminding you. You're new. You're, you're, you're new. You're, you're joyful. You're the righteousness of God. You were healed. You're amazing. You, you, you are going somewhere. Look at your future. What? But the devil is always like, look at your past. See what you did. Hey, now you failed there. Hey, even the other year. Hey, even you, whatever. That's the devil. There's a reason you're... You, your windscreen is several times bigger than your rear view mirror. It's because God considers where you're going to be more important than where you're coming from. Oh. Happy new you. <sighs> you know it doesn't say if anyone is in Christ is a new creation for two weeks. No, that's constant. Your body may grow old, but your spirit doesn't. Oh, yes. Your body may grow old, but your spirit does not grow old. Yeah. You have a youthful spirit. That's why it says you knew they are youth like the eagles. Yeah. You see, in the spirit, I don't wear aspect. Yeah, if you ever find my spirit, you will not suspect. (laughs) Yeah, in the spirit, you are much taller than you are in the physical. Oh, yes. That's very good news for some people. Oh, yes. All things have become new, verse 18. Now, all things are of God. Who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation? All things of God. In other words, the new you is identical in in character and formation to God. John three six. John three six. John 3, 6, please. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. God is a spirit. The new you is a spirit. Now all things have God. Ah. You are identical in pattern, in character, in pot- what? You possess what God possesses. Oh, yeah. I don't have enough time, but I'm here next Sunday and the next Sunday. I will, I will show you. I will show you that you possess what God possesses. Yeah. And that you probably are just accessing 0.000000 of the resources that you are entitled to. Verse 19. That is that God was in Christ Jesus uh-huh. reconciling the world to himself. How? Not imputing their trespasses to them. Not accounting their trespasses to them. That's how it works. If God was to impute, to count your sins against you, you can never relate with Him. So how has He done it? He says that, was, that, that is that God was in Christ doing what? Reconciling the world to Himself. How was He doing it? Not imputing, not counting. Yeah. not counting you see in religion it's all about how many sins you've committed in Christ he's not counting Now, I don't, I don't mean to say now go and live the way you want but I mean to say that you don't have to live in condemnation and fear and, and stress because you know how it works is that people should be going to God for help but they don't go to God quickly because they think he's not going to listen to them because of all the bad things they've done. So sometimes when the devil is doing things to you, you even think it is God. And then you say, I deserve it. No. No, 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 no. That's a lie. Your father wants to help you. But you know why you're not so eager? Because you think you're not deserving. And God is telling you, no, 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 you're so deserving because it's not about you. It's about me and what I've done in Christ. And he says he was not imputing their trespasses. They have them, but he's not imputing. He's not accounting. Even though the trespasses are there, he's not imputing them to them. And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Not the word of judgment. The word of reconciliation. Verse 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading. 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 Can you imagine? The creator of the universe. The one who shouldn't even be talking to us. What does he do? Pleading. God's power and strength makes him very separate from us. But his love brings him to the point of pleading to be reconciled to God. As you start the new year, if you are not reconciled to God, if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God is pleading But you know a day will come when you face him as a judge you see when you go before a judge the judge doesn't plead you are the one who has a plea but in this case the judge has stepped off his judgment seat and is pleading with you saying come my son Come, my daughter, because there's going to be a time when I can't talk to you like this. You see, if you if you commit a sin, uh, an offence, and the judge is your parent, technically in the judiciary, they will not allow him to be your judge. But let's say he's the only judge that can be there. You know, he's not going to let you off because you're his son. He will still follow the law and send you to prison. But they don't allow them to do that to go through the anguish of imprisoning your own child. So they give the case to another judge. But this is the judge of the world. God has no other judge to assign the case to. So for now, he steps off his judgment seat, comes in our midst and says, my children, there is a thing coming ahead. Let's stand up and pray. Just pray in the spirit. Just thank God for his salvation. He says he has made him who knew no sin to become sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Do you receive the message? Do you receive it this morning? Come on, let's rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Because he's mighty. Worthy is your name. Jesus. You deserve the praise where is your name What is your name Jesus You deserve the praise Worthy is your name So Father we thank you That somehow by a miracle You've snatched us from the destruction of the world and are giving us a new life. My sense right now started during worship is that God is lifting burdens. Burdens. There are many people who are super burdened. You're carrying heavy weights in your heart. And God is saying give it to me. Give it to me, I can handle it. God is lifting burdens. Thank you, Father, for lifting burdens this morning. Thank you for lifting burdens. Thank you for, for taking away that which we cannot carry. Things that are beyond our ability to solve. Even burdens of good things, dreams, businesses, churches, organizations, work, God wants to walk with you this year. Lifting your burden. Oh, we bless you. Thank you for your kindness. Just keep praying in the spirit if you know what that means. Oh, just give him thanks. We honor you, Lord. You're kind. You're good. Thank you for the salvation of our loved ones. Thank you, Lord, that this year we shall see it happen. We shall see it happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. Our loved ones will get saved this year. Many people here, God is giving you that word. Take it as a prophecy. That your loved ones, are people you've been praying for, thinking about, you're going to see them come to the knowledge of Jesus this year. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for your power. Thank you, Lord. You're the God that heals us. You're the God that heals us. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And friends, if you're here and you've not given your life to Jesus, it will be by great honor to pray with you to receive Jesus. God is pleading through us, saying, be reconciled to him. Amen. So wherever you are, you're saying, Pastor, I want to start the new year with Jesus. I've not given my life to Jesus. Pray for me. I want to pray with you. Just put your hand up where you are. In this room, at all the locations online. Just put it up straight. Our time is short. That's why I'm doing this this way. Thank you for that hand. Anyone else? Thank you for that hand. Anyone else? Anyone else? you are giving your life to Jesus upstairs if you're there yes. I want those people whose hands are up to come here where I am, I, I want to pray with you just come, just come if anyone else is there, just come Bible says if anyone is in Christ is a new creation all things are passed away can we rejoice, can we celebrate welcome welcome, just stand there just stand here, can I have some people come stand with these people thank you my sister, welcome new, all things new. This is a year of new things. Welcome, my brother. God bless you. Welcome, my sister. God bless you. Anyone else? You want to give your life to Jesus? Just come. Just come. Just come. Oh, you see all these people here? They've given their lives to Christ. Yeah. So they, they are welcoming you. They're excited about your decision. Welcome, my sister. Anyone else? You are there. You're thinking about it you're saying, ah, should I, shouldn't I should I, shouldn't I, you should you should, today is the day now is the time today is the perfect day to give your life to Jesus can we keep celebrating, don't stop celebrating as as people, thank you welcome, welcome welcome, welcome 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 anyone else You know, I read something the other day that 70% of all people who are born again made that decision before the age of 15, I think. Or 20. 18, yeah. 70% of all people who are born again made that decision before the age of 18. And then 95% before the age of 30 yeah only five percent of the people get born again after 30. So when you see young people walking in front to get to receive Christ, don't despise it. yeah, it's just because you're not involved in the ministry that you don't know these things. So it might be one of those who say, "Oh, they were just young ones who got saved. These are the ones that Christ is working in them. Anyone else at all the locations the pastors are receiving people, why don't we pray? you pray after me, right? And can we pray with them so they don't feel weird? Yeah, and in case you are there and you also pray and you are Nicodemus, you are like, I prayed, but I didn't go in front. (laughs) Just, there is going to be a number on the screen, okay? You text us, we will reach out to you. Can you pray after me? Say, "Lord Lord Jesus, I give you my life today. I give you my life today. I receive your life. I receive your life. That I may walk a new person. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for forgiving me of my and life. giving me vision for a life with you. And giving me vision for Fill life. me with your holy spirit. Your holy Empower, spirit. Me Empower me to walk with you, walk with you the, rest of my life. the rest of my life. I declare today I declare that I'm born again. I'm born again. Amen. 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 Now, I want you to do something for me. Just get one you have one thing like this and do like this. Yeah, it's not it's like warning. Yeah? Say Satan, Satan, I tell you now, between you and me, it's over. It's over. You will not see me again. You will not afflict me again. Will not me again. You will not use me again. You will not oppress me again. I command you in the name of Jesus to stay far from me. Stay far. Amen. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to this church family. This is Pastor Steve right here. He's going to take your contact so that we can get back to you and just walk this journey with you. Just go with him right over there. Can we celebrate? Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if, you can, if you're sick in any anything, if you're suffering from anything, I want to pray with you, right? Just put your hand where it is or put your hand up, whatever is more comfortable for you. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. We know that our Lord went about healing all who were oppressed by the devil for you were with him. So we speak healing upon everyone who's taking the step of faith. A command that their new year shall be a disease-free year in the name of Jesus. So we thank you and bless you For we know you've done it in Jesus' name. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. God bless you. If you want to pray with one of our pastors, our Zona pastors, they are going to be here at the front just to pray with you one-on-one. Don't go if you need prayer. Otherwise, see you.